you know, the work that a lot of different speakers and coaches do is different and they usually help people that have been through similar experiences to themselves. Yeah. But I would never, you know, um, maybe not say never, but I wouldn't have as great of impact to a 22, 35 year old man who has been through drug and alcohol abuse and grew up in a domestic violence situation if yeah, I was trying to share point. my story because I haven't personally experienced that. Yeah. So I wouldn't go and help somebody through that. You know, that's why um, that's we you have call you. Up your bro. Yeah. Call up, call up the bro, Luca. Uh, are you my bro? No, I'm talking about someone else. <laughs> Um, and you, you can go in, bro. But Luca, also someone who's like been relatively confident his whole life, wouldn't help a woman um, work through her self-love yeah. issues and self-confidence issues. Yeah. You know, this is why it's totally. so important um, to to have this in your mind, so you know who you're going to help and have impact, yeah, totally. greater impact. I'm Luca Ritti, the host of the Feeling Alive podcast. Thank you for joining me. Here you will learn what it truly means to feel alive. Fulfillment, empowerment and true self-expression are the pillars of this podcast. I believe our greatest potential exists when our physical, mental, emotional and spiritual health are in balance. My mission is to inspire you to push your edges of comfort, regain your energetic balance and leap into your greatest potential. The question is, are you ready? And just a few things before we get going. My greatest goal is to see this podcast reaching more and more people. So if you can rate, review and share this podcast on iTunes, that would greatly help this mission. And more importantly, serve the people needing to hear this most. Does this sound like you? You've been riding an emotional seesaw of fear, anger, jealousy, guilt or sadness. You seem to be more and more disconnected from your friends and potentially family and you don't know why. Or you want to make some positive change in your life but you don't know how or what you are doing isn't working. I have some good news. I've created a free five-day training, ebook and meditation on shifting your reality. This is a powerful training to help you change your perspective on your life so far. It gives you a great tool to use every day and in turn, shift your external reality for the better. It's a powerful training for you for free, so it's a no-brainer. And if you do need further support on this journey of finding your greatest potential, I have spaces available for men and women in my Momentum Mentoring Program. You will work with me one-on-one to unpack your story, shift your perspective on matters in your past, empower you with powerful tools to use in your life, and give you more clarity on your mission in life. So both links for these offers are in the show notes and if you resonate with either, please do go ahead and get involved. Most importantly, I'm grateful that you are here. So thank you and without further delay, here is your episode. Welcome to episode 20, how your history is a guidebook for your destiny. In this episode, Danielle and I give you our very own co-created program, that helps you find deeper fulfillment in your career and unlock your purpose. This one is powerful because this is the best time in history to do what you love and what lights you up. For the first time ever, we actually have all the information at our hands and we have less worries in our life like the generation before us. But, you know, here's the problem is most of us don't actually know what lights us up and how to find what we love doing. 
everyone says it, but we don't know. So in this episode, we're going to talk about what it means to look into your history and why it's important in looking back to find your path, your purpose. We also delve into the three aspects to our GPS model. This is our program that we use in our coaching program, which are your gifts, your passions, and your symbols, and how they collectively come together to find more meaning in your work. Quite often you hear your pain is your purpose or your mess is your message, but in our own experiences, it is much more than that. You need real fuel for your fire in this life, and you need to know what you are gifted at as well as being passionate about it. And most of all, they all need to connect to you to make it truly empowering empowering and meaningful. This is going to be a handful for you guys. Get your notebook ready and let's get into it. Yo, hello, welcome back to another episode. I'm here with my co-host, the hostess, Danielle Kettlewell. The hostess of the mostess. The hostess of the mostess, <laughs> I love that. Today, as you would have already heard in the introduction, we are talking about how our history is a guidebook for our destiny. Danielle, do you want to explain what this means? Mm, yeah, um, sometimes, the, honestly, this kind of rhymey quote just came to me one day um, because what me and Luca do a lot um, when we're working with people and helping them find clarity in their life, find peace in their life, find fulfillment, is that we look back um, on what is their history, what have they been through, what experiences that have brought them to the place that they are now, because literally the life that we have lived up until this point that you are listening to this today really is a map for the direction of where we're going to go. And I think mm-hmm. it's really important as well when we talk about this stuff is that the history that we are um, speaking about isn't in the sense of sitting in the past and mm-hmm. sitting in the pain of the past and being in a, a mindset where, you know, why did this happen to me and all of these things, but instead using it as a tool for self-awareness to help us move forward and take Mm. the next step. Because really, and this is what I do with women um, in my program, and Luca does a lot as well, is there's so many people out there that are trying to figure out what the heck that they want to do with their life. Mm. You know, um, we are, people are slowly starting to wake up and realize that the traditional structures of education and university and the traditional jobs that, you know, were the way to go 40 years ago are not the way that we have to live now because mm. the world is changing so freaking so fast. fast. Um, and so one of the best ways to help you figure out where you want to go is using this history as your guidebook. And Mm. it was, um, you know, me and Luca sit around and really try and figure out the best way that we we can help people based on our own experiences and based on the experiences of the people that we work with. And what I had um, in my book, which I really love that, um, you know, allowed me to kind of have a breakthrough in, in figuring out what my purpose is and how people thrive is figuring out people's gaps. So at that time I called it gifts, um, abilities, and passions. Um, and gifts really are God given, you know, things that we are given, Mm. um, that comes super easy to us. You know, I feel like before we came down on this planet, we were just tied up with a little bow and just a few of these gifts were plopped in there. These are the things that you're talented at. Um, And abilities are things that we all have the capability to do. So, you know, most of us have the capability to walk and talk and, 
you know, sing and dance. And if you work really hard on your abilities, you can improve on them. But it's not like you woke up when you were five years old and were just able to miraculously sing. You know, mm. you can improve your singing abilities. And then there's passions, the stuff that just makes you really excited about. And the important thing to note, and this is what I, I really realized in my um, journey to the Olympics and, and my observation of the successful people around me, um, was that if you really want to succeed in life, you need to combine your gifts and your passions. You need mm. to follow your gifted passions. And that's work that I do um, with the women in my program. But, you know, to really understand it is that we actually don't have to be passionate about our gifts. Sometimes people, you'll meet them, they're like just really good at something. Like they're really yeah. good at math or running or um, calculus or surfing, but they just don't or really. Learning really quickly. Yeah, yeah, they don't really care about it. So they don't pursue it. And I found this in sport. I had a lot of teammates that were really good at it, but they didn't care enough to pursue it. Yeah. But then I was someone who wasn't good at it, but I was really passionate about it. And my passions took me as far as I could, mm. but I would have never been a gold medal Olympian. Yeah. I would have never been a first ranked world champion because it wasn't my gift. And with the magic that we need to find in ourselves is figuring out what our gifted passions are, the passions that we have that we are gifted yeah. at. And that's how you create the Usain Bolts. That's how you create the um, Michael Phelps, the Oprah Winfrey. That's how the, you create the greatness. The greatness. Within you. So Truly. Like, within you, you have this potential if you harness it. And that's, we're going to get into the gifts and the passions later on in, in this episode. She just went Sorry. straight in there so passionately. <laughs> I love it. Um, but basically, you want to take a pen, you want to take a piece of paper, and you want to start taking notes. This is going to be jam-packed full of information for you guys to help you find more purpose mm. and more fulfillment in your life. And um, it's, really, it's really just a matter of allowing you to give... Well, what we do in, in this work is we give you, or the person that we're working with, guidance and support through acknowledging your past and allowing it to show your future. That's exactly what this mm. is. And now, like Danielle said, this work need is, uh, sorry, this age that we live in now is very different to our parents' generation and the generation before us because they had different concerns. They didn't have the information at their fingertips and they, they had wars and repressions mm. and um, financial crises yeah. and, and where everything was very much like security and get a safe job. But now we have the freedom to actually pursue mm. what we love. And that's where we're seeing a lot of, um, influencers and celebrities and coaches online saying go do what you love this is now the time to do it so this episode is really going to be about helping you find what you love yeah. so without further delay well, and the, can I just add something in? So the magic came when Luca came to me and we said, there's something, you know, missing in this. There's something missing because it's beyond just our gifted passions because our life, like we said, is a is a path to where we want to go. And that's when um, Luca came up with, he's, he has his crazy downloads sometimes, like it's ridiculous. Yeah. And he said, oh my gosh, there's symbols of synchronicity in our lives because, um, our, our life gives us clues into the area that we are going to move in that is our genius. And this is where Luca created these symbols of synchronicity, which is this guidebook that to reflect on to help us move forward. So mm -hmm. it's made up of a few questions, which I really suggest, like if you have the time, like write them down and truly reflect on we'll them. Get to them in a um, and 
yeah, it, it's it's truly gold. And mm. between that, it's we we call it our GPS system: gifts, yeah. passions, and symbols of synchronicity. And what is a GPS? It guides you to where you're supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. So I guess the first part. What is, are you laughing at? Um, it's so funny. It's like we've got this structure. <laughs> I'm laughing because I've set this structure up for our podcast. <laughs> And um, literally the later half of the structure, Danielle's mentioned first. <laughs> so uh, you're, sorry. You're, you're really just taking over the podcast, darling. I totally I have. No, no, I'm it's really good because it's good, but it just flows. It's nice. Okay. It's perfect. It's I'll exactly let you how lead. it's meant to be. No, no, it's fine. Okay. Um, I was just, <laughs> it just saves double mentioning things. That's, I guess, what the structure is really for. Yeah. And to give the, the listeners the most. But like the hostess with the most S <laughs> comes out firing. <laughs> too, too much most S. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, shit. Uh, guns blazing, that's who I am. Okay, so I guess the first part is let's talk about um, the history, right? Like why is it important for us? Because we're talking about purpose and fulfillment. Mm. Why is the history important? I think you'd be really good at expanding on this. Okay, so um, great deflection. See how good she is? <laughs> Uh, so Bing, the history, the history really is about from childhood to now. Okay, so this life from childhood to now in your own life, and we're looking back at things that had meaning to you. Mm. So this is where the symbols of synchronicity come in. But why we want to look back at the history is because there's significant events that have happened to you that mean something to you now, or hold say negative negative emotions and positive emotions too, so joy and anger or joy and sadness, but there's something that you're connected to and you're attached to. So like we call this the hero's journey, mm. where like in most Hollywood movies, they talk about like how you go this hero's journey, this cycle where you go through the pain and then you overcome the pain and you become the hero and it's like, oh, yay, mm. they finally made it and, this, and they won. And that they won because they knew how to connect through to their pain. They knew how to push through their pain. They knew how to use the pain as fuel. Mm-hmm. And so when we look back at our history, we want to really look at where the pain or where the significant events were that give you the fuel for the future. And a, a lot of people that are currently in a normal workplace and that aren't satisfied, and I'm not saying a normal nine to five workplace is bad because there's a lot of people that love doing it. Uh, and so if you're in that, and, you, and you're in a nine to five or you're in a normal career and A, you don't like it and you want to change, then you need to go back through your history and do this work and mm. actually figure out, okay, well, where can I find the most uh, fulfillment and purpose and happiness and joy um, in my life? And so you go back and go, where, where do I connect so strongly to? Say, for instance, <clears throat> someone actually had domestic violence or physical abuse in their life or they were in like, say, Russell Brands, like, uh, in AA and NA, Narcotics Anonymous and Alcoholics Anonymous. But now, so he went through that process and mm-hmm. he connected strongly to his own um, addictions and dependencies. And so now he helps others do that. Mm-hmm. And he talks about finding more fulfillment and meaning in his podcast and the work he does. So that's like connecting to your history. Mm-hmm. And then B, okay, if you are in a career and you enjoy it, that then how can I enjoy it more or how can I fine tune it more? Yeah, that's awesome. So like you go back through the history and you go, okay, well, maybe I actually would love it. Say you're in like a, you're in a, say a non-leadership role uh, and a planning role, but you've actually been like the team captain in sport consistently. And deep down inside you, there's an urge to become a leader, but there's no 
and and you recognize that and you're like oh my god there was like significant experiences where i was the leader growing up but i feel oppressed in this job even though i do like the work that i'm doing i need to move careers and go into another job where i can have a leadership mm-hmm. sorry not careers move companies and go into the same career but in another company where you have a leadership role yeah so doing this work can help you identify yeah. that sort of stuff too which just tweaks your happiness totally and i think what's really cool about the symbols of synchronicity is that so many people and i, t- I definitely agree with this they say your pain becomes your purpose your mess becomes your message which is yeah. i 100 percent true because the pain that you have experienced is going to help fuel you to create change yeah. but also what's beautiful about these symbols is it also connects the good moments yeah. like the moments of joy and kind of like when we look back on our life however old you are you obviously can't remember every single second of it right like our brain can't you know consciously hold that much information but we have memories when we look back nostalgically that pop up that are Mm. flagged and a lot of these symbols of synchronicity are these flagged moments in our life Mm. and those flagged moments are clues for our direction so it's kind of like a treasure hunt Mm. you know in your history which is really cool it is cool it is cool when and i mean there might be some painful experiences that is hard to talk about Mm. um and i'll get it i'll get into that we'll get into that in a second of like my own experience going through some painful experiences re re visiting them with you remember yeah um but so like i guess i want you to know that this this work will give you more fuel yeah more drive and so when you can deeply connect to this past of yours your history your experiences you have more why Mm. that's the essence of it more why and more impact yeah and this is why so the stuff that you know the work that me and luca do is different you know the work that a lot of different speakers and coaches do is different and they usually help people that have been through similar experiences to themselves but i would never you know um maybe not say never but i wouldn't have as great of impact to a 22 35 year old man who has been through drug and alcohol abuse and grew up in a domestic violence situation if i was trying to share my story because i haven't personally experienced that so i wouldn't go and help somebody through that you know that's why um we have you yeah Pull up the bro, Luca. Are uh, you my bro? No, I'm talking about someone else. <laughs> um, and you, you can call me bro. But Luca also, someone who's like been relatively confident his whole life, wouldn't help a woman um, work through her self-love yeah. issues and self-confidence issues. Yeah. You know, this is why it's totally. so important um, to, to have this in your mind so you know who you're going to help and have impact, yeah, totally. greater impact with. And it doesn't have to be in the coaching world. It can be in literally every area it's like in a lunchtime break having a chat with a colleague that you realize you've actually had a lot of pain with like limiting beliefs or you've had a lot of pain with bullies and like someone's getting bullied at your workplace but you've worked through that you work through your pain you've worked through your story and you've it's come to your attention that you're actually a really good listener too is one of your gifts and so now all of a sudden you're aware of these things because a lot of people aren't aware of their gifts and a lot of aware of their, aware of their history to know that they've actually got some some really gold nuggets some good mm. nuggets to to give out of wisdom you know mm. and so then boom you just help this lady and you save her life potentially save her life or this guy you potentially save his life that's the opportunities that we need to start accessing opportunities for you and when we talk about stepping into greatness it's not actually on a on a scale of like 
Oprah Winfrey, it's mm. on your own scale. Whether you save the lives in your community or you save the lives of millions around the world, it doesn't matter. It's mm. just provide support and have impact on a grand scale in your way. Definitely. Mm. So I guess like the first part is then, let's talk about the symbols of synchronicity. So if everyone's got their pens ready, if they're listening with pens or whatever, um, I guess we'll talk about how it started, hey? Mm. How the symbols of synchronicity started. How you created them. Yeah, and how they tie into your book. Well, I think that this came up because I feel like um, Luca was my like yeah, client actually, zero. Let's talk about yeah. Yeah, Luca was my client zero, yeah, and he um, has always. So if anyone's into human design, he's a manifester. So it's uh, you know, and I'm a manifesting generator. And That's I, right, pure breed. <laughs> pure breed. Okay, king. whatever. Pure breed um, king. And w- this, when we met, um, y- you know, I'm sure we'll talk about that another time. But he was kind of on this path of finding his next step. He wanted to walk away from mining and was truly trying to find himself. And both. Me and Luca are vegan, and he, at this point, was really into veganism, really into cooking. We both really love cooking, and he was working in a cafe. He was, you know, working on recipes, all this stuff. And I just had this thing at the back of my mind, because I've always kind of, like, helped guide people and been a sounding board Mm. for people, which is, you know, a symbol in my life. Um, I just said to him at a certain point, after I did a lot of reflection, I'm like... Yes, you want to go into, you know, cooking or helping people get healthy or yeah. naturopathy. And I support you in that. But I don't think that you're going to have a big impact because Lucas never struggled with his um, weight, never struggled with his health, never had any health problems that pulls him through based on his diet. Nothing really was impactful based on his past about the direction that he wanted to go down. Mm. And I just said, you know, it's just, it it's not the thing. It, it can be part of your, you know, one of your, on your spectrum, but it's not the main thing because no one is going to resonate with you when you're mm. trying to share them about changing their lifestyle because you haven't been through pain in that area. And that's kind of when we both cracked the code and he switched or pivoted a little bit from from food into, you know, doing the work that he's doing now with men because that work that he's doing now is the pain that he experienced in his life. Yeah, dealing with that. So that was an interesting point of like realizing, yeah, I don't actually have any deep connection to it. So I could go out and do a good job of it, but say 10 years of being a naturopath and, and maybe being a vegan chef and like helping people make significant changes in their life, which, you know, is, is still what I want to have in, in life, is to have people feeling more empowered and fulfilled and having more vitality. But at the end of it, I'll be like, ah, oh, it just doesn't sustain me anymore. I'm just not happy. Mm. So after 10 years of doing it, you're just not happy. You're going to run out of fuel. You're going to run out of fuel. So in your GPS, this, this system that we created, you, you need fuel, mm. right? You need fuel to just get from one end to the other. And so when we pointed that out, we hadn't created the system yet, but it was in hindsight we had realized, oh, wow, okay, I don't have any connection to it. But my mate, Mitch Villani, who I had on the podcast very early days, he is a holistic health coach and an iridologist, and he had significant uh, chronic nerve pain in his neck and needed to go through surgery. There There could be potential complications for having a spinal cord, like contact with the spinal cord. And so he ended up overcoming all of that without surgery, without all his pills and pharmaceuticals, 
with just healing his body naturally. Mm. And now he is, now he's healed, he wants to teach others how to heal their issues, mm. uh, physical issues. And he's doing really well at that because that is a symbol. That yeah. is the pain that he's gone through in his life. Mm. And the, just like, you know, you hear anyone in their field, like I said, you, if you have been through the experience yourself, you have the empathy to understand and also have the fuel to help other people yeah. in whatever feel that may be mm-hmm. and that's when you really find your power and yeah. so these symbols are made up of five main categories that yeah. um, Luca has has written out which are freaking awesome so yeah we'll talk about like it's really interesting because we'll talk about how they connect with DK's system from the book in a second but basically it was funny I was riding on a scooter at the I was riding on a scooter in Bali and I'd just done a podcast with James Hoot, the vegan filmmaker for the documentary uh, or the TV series Planet Vegan. And I just had done a podcast with him and it was like, uh, we were sitting down having dinner, so a couple of days before this, and he was starting to talk about his story and that led him to doing this, being a vegan filmmaker. He had seen these strange, like significant events. Plus he had also had like a certain skill set mm. that allowed him to become a filmmaker and be so passionate and be such an influential leader in the vegan world. And vegan activism world. Yeah, in the vegan activism world um, because of these experiences and these symbols. So I did a podcast on him talking about the symbols, the synchronicity that led him to his purpose. So that's episode eight, I believe, with James Hoot, Symbols and Synchronicity, to hear more about that. Um, However... It, it made me realize that there was this, it wasn't just pain, because I had only just heard as like pain is your purpose, mm. right? Like we had heard that before. But then I realized, no, there wasn't, because he was, an, he was a, uh, a photographer at mm. the time. And he had actually learned meditation before. And he grew up um, in school being like quite outspoken in the sense of like what he stood for, he would say. Mm. Like, so he would go and, as in a primary school, he'd go and collect everyone's bottles. So they didn't throw them in the garbage and they recycled them. Mm. And so he would just go, no, no, give me your bottles and go and do that. So he was always consciously aware of the environment. Mm. And so these were the symbols. They weren't pain. They were just symbols. And so leading up to the actual painful experiences that he had, they all collected um, and created this theme in his life. And that was vegan filmmaking and activism. And it's so funny to see that. And I realized, wow, I've got to map out these, these different areas. And so I did in these five areas. So the first one, we'll go through the five areas now. So the first one is painful experiences, right? Now, this is where you are listing memories. You can you can write back and recall all the memories of difficult times in your life, like the people that had left you with a traumatic or emotional memory. And um, this is like the common, you know, your pain becomes your purpose, yeah. your mess becomes your message. Like this is one of the, the basic ones and um, that a lot of people can tie in to fuel them. Yep. It, it goes further than this, but some of the good questions, um, you know, that, that could help co- prompt this in you is like, what are the types of experiences um, that connected in your life? Like, was there breakdowns? Was there violence? Was there bullying? Was there um, heartbreak? Was there self-hatred? Yeah. You know, and those are different for each person. Like, I struggled a lot with my self-belief and my self-worth, and I was bullied growing up, um, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't bullied but I yeah. was a victim to domestic violence. Yeah. 
and alcohol, uh, alcoholic abuse and physical abuse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was very different. So we had two different painful experiences where I didn't grow up with a father. DK had a beautiful, loving family. Mm. Um, and so these are the things that you'll want to separate, you, that you will actually find your uniqueness, right? Mm. And then you go into the next one, which is monument. Yeah, yeah, and as well with that, and just remember that these painful experiences, and this is something that I, I'm really passionate about sharing as well, is like the pain is equal within all of us. So even though, um, you know, Luca went through a domestic violence situation and, and you know, mm. someone could be like, oh, well, you were bullied, like just get over it. Mm. You know, I still felt that pain. I still felt the pain of being, you know, uh, rejected. A, a, yeah, rejected, struggling with my self-worth. And it's important for you to recognize your pain because if we especially in the society where people are starting to have more beautiful families and experiences and this is wonderful if we disregard the pain that we experience not only do we become unrelatable but we don't also figure out the gems that are Mm. inside of us that are going to help shine on what our purpose is so whatever the pain has been in your life it is valid you need to feel it you need to move through it and you can use it to help guide you moving forward yeah that's that's great that's perfect and so like the next one is monumental moments so this is this is more like the grander moments or like the bigger moments in your life so like where you change physical locations growing up or like did you move and did you quit your job or did you take a leap of faith so for my for me i took a leap of faith and quit my job Mm. in in a big mining corporation to go and travel the world mm. and ended up starting another business over there and meeting some significant people that changed the trajectory of my path. So they're monumental moments. Like mm. I quit my job. Okay, now I'm going over there to uh, start a coffee business. I went to Canada to start a coffee business. And as I was selling coffee, I met someone who actually influenced me to looking more deeper into my health so i went into a plant i started doing a plant-based lifestyle and incorporating more plant-based foods in my life then i became vegan completely um and from that point like it just shifts something in you right and so now you go down a new trajectory and Mm. you start learning more things about life and i guess like these are kind of places like where you hit a fork in the road in your life and you Mm. take a leap that's what i feel like the monumental moments are you know um uh, you hit a place where you can either take the road that's scary or you can back down. You can have courage or you can walk away. You can be yeah. comfortable or you can choose to grow. So, you know, some of them for me was I um, decided to pick up my life and move to Australia. Yeah. Um, again, another monumental moment for us was we decided to pick up our life and move to Bali. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, in 2013 as well, I decided to pick up my life and, and move to Copenhagen. So yeah. I had these consistent experiences where I picked up my life and I moved. And I, I, I've gotten, the, fortunately, gotten to see a lot of the world. And that's also, you know, moving forward, that's part of uh, a, a sprinkle in what my mission is, is, is having the experiences of so many cultures and people around me. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, these, these are more, usually I would say monumental moments are uh, difficult, but also lead to joy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're big, they're big moments that help you pivot or they introduce you to a topic that you've never experienced before. And then ultimately you'll end up using that to, um, in your career or mm. in your, in your, on your mission. Um, mm. And, you know, a few other examples of monumental moments are ending or starting relationships, sudden surprise, pregnancy, death. Mm. So, for instance, like one of my monumental moments was like losing my grandfather Mm. um, who taught me everything 
uh, and is truly my father. We grew up, I grew up with him. And so now I hold his legacy firm in everything that I do. And he taught me, he used to take me down the beach at set, when I was seven years old and I was running uh, 4.4 Ks at 5.30 in the morning on the beach and I wasn't allowed to stop. So these are the moments where I cultivated discipline mm. and they are monumental moments in my life where I will use that discipline in my life growing up. So you can start to formulate these different areas of yourself that, were un- that you were unaware of to start using it to provide more impact in your mm. life. Yeah, exactly. And mm. I mean, other ones can be, like you said, death, can be birth, you know, birth of your children. That yeah, sh- that changes it's it's an area where it's everything. like your your perspective shifts, really. Yeah. You know, and one of my monumental moments is um, it's, uh, competing in the Olympics. Um, you know, for the beauty and joy that it was, but also because, you know, in a big part of what I share in my book and my story and my speeches is the shifts that it provided while I was, you know, standing up there on stage and realized um, the epiphany that I had that I share now about the the, the journey of life, mm-hmm. not the pursuit of the um, solely the destination. And that, uh, that monumental moment allowed a perspective shift, which is now something through my own self-awareness that I share with others on my path. So that history is helping me with my destiny. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. Um, so the next one uh, in the symbols of synchronicities is grand questions. Okay, if you're mm. writing this down, grand questions are something you've always asked yourself or others. Like these are like themes that you've always wanted to know about. Like, yeah, I think this is when, mystery. Yeah, I think this is when it kind of gets really exciting because it's a we wouldn't necessarily think about the consistent things that we've asked throughout our life, but mm. with this as a prompt, in the sense of figuring out your symbols, it really makes you look back and be like, oh wow, mm. my whole life personally, I remember from 12 years old. I was asking myself the question, like, there must be more than this. Mm. It must be more than this. Go to school, go to university, get a good job, retire, die. Like the traditional form of how we work and live. Um, I always asked myself that. And mm. I always had this question around, like, how can I work for myself? How can I create my own income? How can I be an entrepreneur? How can I live a life by my design? Which mm. has led me to where I am and we are now. Yeah, exactly. So like something you constantly wrote about even in your journal, um, an answer you're always looking for. Mm. Like there's some deep mysteries maybe that you were trying to figure out. Like maybe you are trying to understand the body, something in the body more deeply. Yeah. Something about life, nature. Like yeah. you're questioning how nature grew a lot. And so there you are like now becoming a biologist or mm. something along those lines. Yeah, you know? like figuring out, um, you know, it could be like science or philosophy, always asking a question of like mm. around faith and spirituality and wondering like is there more in a spiritual sense and now that's something that you learn about and therefore teach you know through meditation through um all the different information that is out there now yeah so one of my big questions was always like about the spirit world like does there is there something to the spirit world is this for real and i'm like wow do they actually exist and so i was always questioning the unseen Mm. you know that's it's cool because that's what you do now you work with the unseen which is energy and you help shift that in 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 men and human beings which are blockages to allowing us to access you know this greatness within all of us totally yeah so it's these little things in there that just give you this tweak right um and the next one is impression so like people that had lasting impressions on you that you were just like you can't shake that you just mm. you, you 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 met them and you're just like mm, wow okay you've had like 
I admired you for something that you've done. Mm. And so I've had quite a few people like that. Like my grandfather was one of them. Um, I met the I met Dan, who actually helped me influence me on going more plant based. Um, I met. Uh, Scott Hawthorne who owns is the CEO of Native Shoes he was like mentoring us while we started up the coffee business and like mm. caught up with him last time I was in Canada and like he was he was influencing me around business and mm. yeah so like these are the people that just taught you something valuable and maybe they were in the niche that you wanted to go in or they were pushing you down somewhere yeah and they could be like a small circumstance where you maybe you just bumped into them on the street and they had a lasting impression or they were consistently throughout your life like yeah. one of um the people in my life is my dad um mm. who i you know admire dearly and i love dearly and he's i've always found him to be very wise and very um driven in his entrepreneurial pursuits um and other people that i was always had this lasting impression when I would see people perform mm. whether it would be like I love musicals um, whether it'd be through a musical whether it be through a play but mostly when I would see people speak and mm. see people speak really well like I remember I went to this like personal development course when I was 18 years old about um, in a network marketing company and I had this um, guy called David Wood was up there and speaking and he had traveled the world and was speaking and sharing his message and and the um, I you know ideals and ways of this company which is beautiful and he just had this lasting impression on me where you know I continued to follow him I, I, I in, in oh my god not follow him physically like follow him you know online and I was you know what listening to his podcast and something about his essence and his aura when when he was standing up there and the way that he was able to make people feel when he was speaking always stuck with me. Mm. Even though I spent two days with him back in 2012, that stuck with me. I still remember that experience and I still remember um, how he made me feel and how he inspired and mm. made other people feel. Um, and I always found that as well whenever I would hear um, speakers and how they could shift the energy in the room, like I loved that. And that was this lasting impression consistently that kind yeah. of led me to what I'm doing now, which is my joy um, of speaking. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and so the next one is um, Consistent. consistent conversations or experiences. Mm. Yeah. And some people might think that this is this similar to the grand questions, but it's actually different. Mm. Um, and it's um, because it's not a question. It's, it's something that you would, you know, more so speak about, discuss, learn, um, endure, live um, mm. quite often. So, you know, something um, that was a consistent experience in my life was my desire to help people. Yeah. I always desired to make a difference in human beings' lives. And for a while, I like I truly had, was trying to figure out how I could become a humanitarian um, and go to third world countries and help them out there. You know, when I was 14 years old, I went to the Arizona-Mexico border and I volunteered down there. When I was 18, 19, I went to South Africa and mm -hmm. volunteered there. And I always had these experiences experiences where I was really trying to make differences yeah. or even in a sense like I was trying to save some of my friends that were feeling a lot of pain um, because I just was trying to figure out how I could help people mm. but why you know it's important to have this question amongst tied with the other ones is because I didn't go down the road of being a humanitarian 
or working permanently at the Mexican Arizona Mexico border or working permanently in South Africa with the children in the township is because it doesn't link to my painful experiences. Mm. I don't have a directly painful experience of um, being separated from my family at the border. I, I haven't grown grown up in a impoverished circumstance in South Africa. I haven't struggled in a third world country, you know. And this doesn't mean that people that haven't done that cannot do well in this area, mm. but. You know, I think the power is truly being able to find, you know, where you can tie this back into your life because I believe that you'll have greater impact and greater why. Yeah. The people that make the greatest differences in these areas are the people that have directly been through the experiences. Mm -hmm. And this is something as well that I really realized, um, you know, being a out of the goodness of my heart, I went to South Africa um, wanting to help, you know, mm -hmm. being this white girl going to a, um, you, you know, South Africa is black and white, but a, a black community in South Africa and wanting to make a difference and save the children, literally like the, the organization was called Save the Children. And, um, but it doesn't, especially in senses like that, it didn't actually help them mm. because to empower people in an area, you need to directly relate to their personal experience. Interesting. So I was just a white girl coming in from a, you know, living in a nice city and going to this more impoverished area that was trying to help and then would walk away. And so Realizing now I almost did a disservice in just walking in for two weeks and wanting to help and not having any direct experience and not following through in that yeah. area. Yeah. So, and, and I'm not saying volunteering is bad. I'm, I'm not saying human, like the, any of those things is bad, it's beautiful, but I think the real empowerment in this entire world and making shifts in this world is when we tie the people that have direct experiences in those areas and in those ex, you know um, conversations and those painful experiences to helping in those areas. That is why it's so important to look at our history yeah. to create that destiny. Definitely. Well spoken. Thank you. And um, something that came up consistently in my life was these uh, thousand different little business ideas that I've done. Like, and just. Oh my gosh. I feel like every week you're like, oh yeah, did I tell you about this one? Yeah. Like what, the, the cricket one? The, the bat yeah, mat? Yeah, bat mat. So. <laughs> I've done significant a significant amount of business ideas or like startups or ventures, which is actually part of the Human Design Manifesto. They create a lot, mm. um, but they tend to not finish things unless mm. they've got the sustenance of other people around them to help them finish it, which I've just realized later that would have been great like 10 years ago. <laughs> All my ideas would have taken off. Yeah. But um, so like I created, I had a coffee business in Canada. I did, I had like a um, network marketing business selling tickets and trying to build that, selling raffle tickets. I did, um, I did a business degree. So I started business and did a year and a half of my business degree. Didn't you go into like try and go into stocks as well? Um, I bought, like I've, I've got cryptocurrencies and started to doing like... I was going to actually, I, I looked into, I had the hard drives and everything to mine cryptocurrencies. Yeah, that's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I was, I was mining, about to start mining cryptocurrencies until like the prices dropped out a bit. I'm like, eh, nah, too much electricity costs. Um, and then I went and bought, uh, from a tax check, I went and bought vibrational speakers from China. These like amazing, I called them big noter. And so, so they wouldn't play music until you put the gel pad on like a surface and then it would play the music through the vibrations of that surface. And they were really cool. And I was working up north at the time, so I was like selling them to all the miners. So I bought them for 30 bucks, landed and sold them for 60 bucks cash. 
and uh, I went through all these experiences of like wanting to run a business and even my conversations, like even my conversations mm. with other people about business who were slightly interested, we would always talk about like profits, business margins, all this sort of stuff and I was just so interested even mm. though I hadn't had one, mm. a proper business. Until I had the, I start, started the Rocky Bean Co. in Canada, the coffee van, and we sold that and it's still operating now. And that was like my first completed business, mm. which was really cool. Um, and so realizing that I needed this freedom in me. Mm. I also did like, yeah, the bat mat. So <laughs> the bat mat, it was funny, I was playing backyard cricket. And um, this is a side story, I guess you can say, but I was playing... Uh, backyard cricket with my cousin and we got really really good after a while because we were living together and we were like we were were barely getting out right and so we were like well what could make this more complex it's like imagine a little mat in front of you as I was standing I was like imagine like a little rubber mat with all different random sizes of rubber bumps on it and so if the ball would hit one you won't know which direction it would go and so it would add this complexity but then I was like well that could be a really cool cricket training device so I went out to Bunnings, got the rubber, um, got like this, the, uh, the was clear cover for it. And so yeah. I, cut, I cut up all these random squares of rubber and super glued them all onto the surface. And I made a, a um, what's the word when you like do a stencil? I made a stencil for Batmat and I spray painted Batmat onto the surface. <laughs> and then I contacted this cricket school in, in Western Australia. And I, I actually got a, I went to a patent lawyer first actually. So do you have a patent for it? Uh, it's expired now, but oh. I had a patent for it. So someone else can go and do this? Patent like... pending, yeah. So someone else can go and <laughs> cash off this Business idea. I threw the mat out. I don't know why. I should have kept that. Man. It's not very useful now that we're in Bali. Yeah, but just like a cool to like hang up on the wall and go, hey, this is one of my inventions one day. Yeah. And so I paid four and a half grand for this thing, um, for this patent. And then I went to this cricket school and he's like, yeah, I like, I like it, but I think I need to go get a proper prototype made in China. And then I just left it. Mm. And I'm like, what would have happened if I had a move, done that? But this is the thing with your symbols of synchronicity, right? Is none of that was connected to my story. Yeah. Like I didn't have anything that was... Con- and not saying you can't do a business without story. I'm just yeah. saying like if you're in a world that's looking for more empowered... More fulfillment. More fulfillment, more empowerment, self-empowerment and more purpose, then you need to connect it to your story because mm. you feel like you're actually helping yourself at the same time. Mm. So none of this was. Yeah. Until now starting this business, doing coaching, doing programs, uh, doing the podcast, this shit lights me up. And you also, like the beauty of doing this work and understanding your symbols is it kind of gives you like this nuclear boost of fuel for what you're doing because you will not back down because you have such a deep-seated why from Mm. looking into your purpose and looking back in your life Um, and a lot of people you know if they go down certain entrepreneurial routes they might like lose their um, excitement or lose their passion or lose their fuel because they're just doing a business that doesn't tie deeply into the why of their their life Mm -hmm. and so figuring out these symbols is beautiful because it really narrows down what your why is and there's a lot of talk out there there's an awesome TED talk by Simon Sinek is find your why you know but a lot of people are like well how do I find my why Mm -hmm. these symbols it's really powerful and then so what you do is you categorize them into themes after this and we've got like a collection of themes and we'll just these themes will what we'll get into next is the is the 
what Danielle created was the gap, but the G and the P aspect. But these themes support your gifts and your passions because it's mm. like they were always there and they, they validate it. And that's where you want is you want that validation that your history does connect to your future. Mm. Um, so some some um, themes that I'm looking at now is like entrepreneurship, uh, the environment, innovation, holistic health, healing, health and wellness, architecture, beauty, business, mm. community, writing, yoga, travel, there's sustainability. So, yeah, like, there's like I'm a looking ton. at like 30 here that we've um, made. And there's... Out of space. <laughs> it could Take be that just one. like... I mean, if you look at your answers, you'll find consistent themes, right? Yeah. If you're super into like coding and like science and computer and like IT, you know, it's unlikely that, that it's also going to be like art yeah. and, um, you know, creativity and craftsmanship. You know, you'll find you'll find themes like they will pop up. Yeah. Um, and it's just important to kind of categorize that because, you know, with all these answers that you might have to these questions that we have listed out, it can be a little bit overwhelming to but just to put them into little categories can be like oh oh my gosh so maybe this is this this is the direction that I need to head down which is you know outdoor adventure or mm. it is environmentalism or yeah. it is fitness or it is healing or it is beauty you know just kind of gives you more clarity cuz I'm all about having clarity yeah, totally. on taking you know those next steps in yeah. your life there was a um, a TED talk that I listened to when I first got back from Canada so I had no idea what I was going to do. I just sold my coffee business. I was in the coffee industry, loving the coffee industry. But I was like, it just doesn't, like I was gone plant-based and I was like, I can't be selling milk. Like I don't agree. I don't mm. agree with the dairy industry. So, and I don't agree with what it does to our body. So I don't want to be in the coffee industry selling milk. And it's mm. a hard sell trying to sell plant milks. Maybe a little bit easier now, but that was t uh, January, 2018. Um, and so I was like, oh, I don't know. Like. I'm focusing more on health now. So mm. I, I did this TED talk. I listened to this TED talk about how to find your purpose with five questions. And I thought all my, all my I can't remember the questions, but like the answers that I had surprised me because they were all around like health and wellness. Mm. And I was like, whoa, okay, maybe I do need to do a pivot here. Mm. I didn't have, still didn't have the answers, but then all of a sudden by just going back into these questions of like, what can you, it's like similar questions like what we're talking about now. But then you realize just by that self-reflection, you can get redirected just like that. I mm -hmm. thought I was going to start a coffee business and do all that. But I ended up going back to do a year in mining, saving up money so I can eventually do this right now. Mm. Right? So this, this is important stuff to just reflect. That, it, that, that taking that time to reflect is so important. Mm. But that takes us into the next aspect, which is what Danielle created in her book, The Unlikely Olympian which is about your gaps. Mm. We've used two aspects to it, and we'll talk about the story on how this was created after we talk about... <laughs> You're like... After Yeah, listen Danielle. to my direction. After, you don't want me to take over again. <laughs> after we talk about... After. 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 After we talk about the gap. The so, gap. And then we'll talk about how it came together in the GPS. So, yeah. How was the gap created? What is the gap? What's imp what's the important aspects of the gap that mm. the listeners need to understand now? Yeah, so I think I, I, I touched on it a little bit before, but gifts, gifts and talents. I use gifts because um, gap sounds better than tap. <laughs> Find your tap, tap that. <laughs> um, and gifts, abilities, and passions. And uh, like I said before, I just had this kind of like epiphany in in my sport where i 
I've always been somebody that has like been so into <laughs> another symbol of synchronicity, like so into the motivational talks. Like I freaking love it. And you're a great one too. Thank you. Um, and I would like listen to them on the way to training. I would get so amped up and mm. people would always say like, go after your passions, go after your passions. And, and you know, first of all, a lot of people don't know what their passions are. Yeah. But second of all, I was like, I just, I feel like there's something missing. Mm. There's something missing in going after your passions because I went after my passions and I truly know from my, the deepest part of my core that I extended the breadth of how far my passions could take me as far as I could ever go. But like I said before, I would never be a gold medal so what Olympian. Was your, what was your passion? My passion was synchronized swimming, right. truly. And it still is one of my passions. Yeah. I'm taking a bit more of a backseat at the moment, but I, I just freaking loved it. I yeah. absolutely loved doing it every single day. It gave me... Um, so much joy, yeah. you know, and that's a beautiful thing about passions. It's like they are something you get so excited about. If someone said to you next week, we're going to go spend a whole week learning about this at like a conference and I got you this free ticket. Like, what would that be about? That's mm. like a good way to figure out what your passions are. Because for me, like, you know, one of those passions was synchronized swimming. And we all have more than one passion. But another one would be like human potential and how to inspire people and how to talk. And, and speak and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, this passion that I had for synchronized swimming took me to the Olympic Games. But something that I struggled with my whole time, my whole life in my sport, um, which I'm very grateful for because it's also allowed me to have this epiphany, was that I was never naturally gifted. Mm. I think the the reason that it's, it, it's really easy to tie this to sport is because we kind of always, you know, if you've done sport or watched it in your life, there's always those people that are just, an extra bit magical you know mm. whether it's been a teammate or somebody you just played recreationally with like they just get it you know they their body is made mm. for that sport they it comes naturally that, to them they don't have to try that hard it just comes super easily and that was never me I always always had to work really hard and your passions with hard work can get you really far yeah. but if you truly want to find your magic sauce your in genius. this life your genius you need to tie in your gifts to those passions yeah, I agree. and what I also realized with your gifts is like you know, you can also, um, you can be gifted at something, but not really care about it that much. You can be gifted and not really go that far. Mm. So that, you know, there's some areas that I'm gifted at, um, or you're gifted at, like we use this example, like Luca's a really, really fast runner, mm. like, which is awesome. And like, you care about it, but being a fast runner isn't going to help him in his passion of healing men, mm. right? Or, or helping, Humans. you know, human beings. Yeah, you know, unless they want to run faster. Yeah, unless he, unless he wants to like run faster in the healing aspect, <laughs> it's not really going to help him that much. So yeah. that's why it's important that we figure out what our gifts are that tie directly to, to our passions, passions and then create as well go into our symbols of our past to find our area that we need to mm. move into. And this is where the magic happens. And like I said, this is where we get the people like Usain Bolt, like Michael yeah. Phelps, like, you know, Oprah Winfrey, so Elon Musk, Richard Branson. Yeah, this, this is the way to find your genius. And this is like... You know, this is me giving some of my genius away. And this yeah. was all, I figured all of this out through self-reflection. Um, and, you know, self-reflection you know, as self-awareness is one of the most magical tools that you can it's, have to figure out tool, anything. It's the greatest life. tool you should, like, yeah. 
hone in on. Mm. So, okay, so explain gifts. So you've 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 created gaps, which is gifts, abilities, yep. passions. Gifts, abilities, and That's passions. That's what you had in your book. Yeah. Now we've taken the A away. We're using the G and the P, and yep. we're connecting them to the symbols, which is GPS. And yep. that's how we figured out how to find when we put it all together. Or on the back of a scooter. You're on the back of the scooter. I was oh, cruising oh through God, yeah. in Bali, and when I was just like explaining it to you, I was like, "There's something more to it. Like, it connects with your GMP." I was running a program, um, my Five to Alive program with guys. I'm like, "There's something more to it. Yeah. There's like, the, I know it's pain, but the, with the symbols and everything. But there's like, you need to connect what you were doing with your gifts and your passion. It's like it needs to come together. And you're like, "Oh my God, GPS, finding your finding your true north." And I'm like. Oh Holy my God, that's crap. it. And then yeah. we put it all together and we started like testing it out on a few people and doing sessions and it was validating them. Yeah. It was it, validating for where they're going. Like, oh my God, okay, you're going that direction. Yes. So you can also check to see if you're going in the right direction. Mm. If you want to go somewhere and you're like, well, you can use this system to go in the right direction. So mm. explain what gifts are and what passions are. So gifts are the things that just come super easily to you. Like they're the things you've never really had to try at. Mm. So some of the things that, you know, the prompting questions that I have for people trying to figure this out is like, what if people come up to you and always been like, oh my God, how did you do that? Like mm. how, how, how did you do that? Or their voice, um, your parents have always said, oh, you're just so good in this area. Mm. Um, or something that you've never really had to try hard at. Or, you know, if you were in a group project and you were all trying to, you know, use your strengths to allow this project to be the best it could be, you would focus on this area because you're just naturally really good at that. Mm. And those are some ways to figure out what your gifts are. But just a reminder, you don't actually have, you don't always have to be excited about your gifts, right? You don't have to be um, stoked on them. And yeah. this is where, um, you don't have to be passionate <laughs> you don't have to be passionate about your gifts but you want to be gifted at your passions yeah and that's a really that's really key. important thing to remember you don't have to be passionate about your gifts but you want to be gifted at your passions why, why? because when so you're maybe say what say why and then give us an example why? Because when you are gifted at it, you're going to stand out in the shine that is individually who you are, the magic that you have for this planet, and the passions within you is going to give you the fuel and excitement to keep walking forward every single day on the path to deeper fulfillment in your life. And the symbols are going to give you the deep seated why and the relatability on the path that you're going down to impact humanity in whatever way you are meant to be. Mm -hmm. This is going to, this GPS, gifts, passion, symbols is going to give you the direction of your freaking life. Yeah. And truly from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of your heart, like I want more people to know this. Mm. I want people to know how to figure this out because a lot of people out there are lost and a lot of people out there are trying to figure out what their purpose is. Mm -hmm. And this can help you figure out what that is yeah. and give you direction. Totally, I agree. So an example for this, right? Uh, so gifts, for me, I'm gifted at running. Right? I'm a really mm -hmm. fast runner, but I'm also really gifted at, I'm a fast learner. Yeah. So I can research something if I'm if I really need to learn something, I'll research it and I'm like quick. Like mm. I failed school. I went to year 11 and that was it. I wagged my first physics class, right? Mm. Of year 11. Then I quit halfway through year 11 and didn't go back. Um, but then I found a passion for human like human biology and I went and studied started studying naturopathy and 
in my chemistry, biochemistry exam, I got 94% in biochemistry. I never done chemistry in my whole entire life and wow. I got 94%. And that was only last year, the other I, year. Because I wanted to learn yeah. it, right? And so that was connected to my passions was like understanding the body. Yeah. And so if I had as running tied to the to the human biology, I wasn't going to be like an exercise physiologist because I didn't have any connection to that. Yeah, yeah I, did, I did sports growing up, but I wasn't deeply passionate about um, exercise physiology. And that's probably why I, I broke mm. my back at 18 and didn't end up in the NRL because that's where I was going. Mm. I was trialing for the NRL Bulldogs. And so that didn't happen. So you also see these roadblocks occur. Mm. So like, okay, my running gift was a potential for the for me to be used, mm. but it's not there anymore. Mm. So how does my fast learning now integrate with your my... fast learning? And like Luca has an incredible gift of he is very intuitive, like mm. he um, and you know this is your gifts as well can be you know passed down genetically too. Um, you know your mom it has psychic abilities. Mm. You have very intuitive abilities. These can kind of be things that are in your. Um, family lineage as well that are passed down through you and so your intuitive yeah. gifts as well with your fast learning helps you be able to research so many different and areas and teach people and intuitively help them work through what they need to to go forward on their yeah. paths and so then that ties in with your passions okay so like if I like researching and I like teaching and I'm a natural educator mm. that's what I tend to do is like I always find myself naturally coaching people and mm. being good at it um, and then so how, what am I passionate about then? So because what am I going to teach? I realized uh, I was really passionate about energy and quantum physics and the spiritual realms and um, business and, mm. and all that sort of stuff. So now I go and research because I, can, because I want to. I can mm. sit down at the computer and just research for hours. Like mm. quantum physics, you know how long I sit there. Human design, you know how oh long gosh, I was sitting there ridiculous. just like two weeks ago, a week yeah. ago, like hours and I know the yeah. whole system now. Because you're passionate about it so and passionate. so you have the fuel, like the excitement to yeah. keep you going. And I think what this is where, you know, a lot of traditional education systems are like career alignment or, you know, trying to help you do what you want to do in life. They just talk about like what you're good at in the sense of what you're gifted at, right? But you might actually not care about that area yeah. that much. And I use this example in my book that I was always really naturally gifted at like doing uh, hair. Like yeah. I always, I would, throughout school, I would like curl my friend's hair, I would do updos, I would do everyone's hair when we were had occasions. And, and I, I did enjoy it, like don't get me wrong. And no one ever taught me, I just taught myself and people would always be like, how the heck did you do that? And so many people kind of suggested to me, they're like, oh my gosh, you're good at that. Why don't you go be a hairdresser? Mm. And and it just didn't tickle my fancy. Yeah. And there's not the hairdresser. Yeah, I wasn't passionate about it. I didn't, it didn't fuel me, you know? So and you had no symbols connecting to I it. Had no symbols. Yeah. And so that's kind of an area where people say just, you know, in the sense of just do what you're gifted at, it's not going to lead you to an exciting, yeah. fulfilled life. Just do what you're passionate at. You're, you're going to go a little bit far. You can, you can go really far. You know, I got to the Olympics with passions. But if you want to have that extra jet fuel to get to truly what I believe and ho want to help every human being that I come across access is the highest human potential of who that your person. highest self yeah. can be, you need to figure out your gifts passions and symbols yeah all coming in together that's really powerful so like if those of you are listening now we think about this like you're in a career now okay um, and you're actually enjoying it 
uh, you'll want to pivot slightly, what you can do is just, like we've noted, pay attention to what you're gifted at and what you're passionate about. This might even be applicable to those people that want to get out of that industry mm. and they're trying to find that direction too. If you find that you might actually be more passionate, say the first option is when you want to stay in that job, mm. you could be really gifted at leadership, right? Or really gifted at organization. So you might be better as instead of on the floor as a project manager. Mm. Um, and like you've naturally looked back at your symbols and you've seen like, oh, I've actually been organizing things for quite a while. Mm. I need to make a pivot. And because that's where I'll get more fulfillment. Mm. Or you realize that you don't actually, you're not actually meant to be in this, like, say, me- mechanical trade or accounting role, that you're actually meant to be doing, um, I don't know, like a teacher, like go mm. to back to school and get your um, degree in education and become a teacher because that's there, and like a science teacher because you're always interested in that. Or I don't know, I'm just throwing out different ideas, mm. but like, there's there's stuff there where if you ch- and and what's important here is to have courage if you use your courage muscle mm. to actually take the leap into that new direction and as long as you have the gifts the passions and the symbols you cannot fail mm. i believe you cannot fail in life anyway yeah but this is just a hundred percent confirmation that you will not fail yeah i truly 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 believe that as well and and do what is your genius and yeah. this is so important to remember as well that number one remember to not whatever your genius is to not compare it to anyone else's Mm -hmm. because we all have our special genius in our area and what we need to do as a humanity is to all focus on our magic sauce Mm -hmm. our areas of amazingness and do them the best that we can because we're going to make the greatest impact when we are in that vibrational frequency and when we're in that state we're going to truly have far-reaching ripples on this planet Um, and so do not compare what yours is to someone else based on status based on finances based on where they are in life or what chapter they're at in their life stay in your lane and you know remember how important it is doing it is to do what you're doing and also like beyond that before you head into this, remember to not borrow someone else's dream. Because yeah. this was something that we, you know, we um, spoke about as well. A lot of us, especially kind of the way that Instagram and social media presents this world is we present these ideals of you know what we see other people's lives are. And it's important to tie in these gifts, passions, and symbols in our life so we know what our dream is and we don't borrow someone else's. Don't just say that you want to be an author or a podcaster or a speaker because that's what other people do and it looks exactly. cool. You, Yeah, you could do amazing at that if, if it ties into your life and it makes sense with your gifts and your passions and your symbols. But don't just do it because that's what looks cool. Don't borrow someone else's mm. dream. Create your own. Mm-hmm. I agree. And also if you're... Um if you're, you've naturally always wanted to be greater than where you're currently at and like you say, you feel deep down that you've actually want to you want to be known or you want to be on the on a grand you want to be on the public stage or you want to be in the public limelight like whatever that is like acknowledge that don't feel guilty for that too mm. and yeah because other people are doing it don't talk yourself out of it because if your gifts and your passions are there as like a public speaker or as like a teacher <coughs> excuse me then that's that's telling that's giving you those signs to, mm. to go down that direction so don't talk yourself out of it um, and follow that internal instinct and that internal push mm. down your greatest and highest path. Mm. 100%. Yeah, I totally that's, agree. 
that's a pretty i mean i think we've we've really wrapped that up now yeah. this 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 uh program that we're talking about here you've literally got all the details so you can go out and do this yourself um we do we've i've done this in my program we do it with our mentoring and our coaching dk has it in her program um if you do actually want more help around this and guidance around this reach out to us yeah. on social media because it's also important to know that this is really important but there's other steps to it as well so totally like you got insecurities around certain things of like yeah. other people if you if you're out there and you're comparing yourself to other people that's a conditioning or a limiting yeah. belief that you're not good enough so there's other internal work yeah so you know in the clarity code and the program that i do with my women it's like a, a seven step process in though and this is like part of one of the steps yeah so if you really want to live a life of deeper fulfillment um it, it this is an awesome first little niggle into getting into it but it mm. is bigger than that um and we want you guys to know that we're here for you if you want to help mm -hmm. because it's yes. helped me so much yeah. just to get more clarity. Yeah, hey. it, yeah, it's, it's really helped and um, it's helped a lot of people figure out. Stop um, wasting energy in the wrong directions. 100%. And, you know, I would love to see someday us teaching this more in the traditional education system mm. and getting us all to focus on our areas of genius more. There's a lot of um, uh, schools, you know, that are kind of ahead of the game that are coming out now where they're getting children to actually just focus on on what they love and what they're good at as you know and teaching them a little bit of the other stuff but getting them to do that more because that's how this world needs to go mm. like I don't know about you but I haven't used any of the you know year 10 11 12 maths that I learned um, you know and that hasn't no. necessarily helped and you know the world that we're living in like and going to be moving into the next 10 years we don't need a lot of the no, this is don't. a bold statement no, we don't I need agree. a lot of the tr traditional things that we learn in school because we can google them quite honestly we can or hire someone who loves doing that or hire someone who loves doing that but what we all need to be doing more is focusing on our, our area areas of genius yeah i agree well said darling thank you well said so i think that's it we're going to wrap this up yeah um, we're going to get out of the sweat box oh my gosh it's so hot in here yeah uh note to self get a get a podcast room with get an air, uh, air, room. air con yeah <laughs> Um, it's good to like you know how some people are like oh i wish you know social media had smell at this current point it's good for us that it doesn't because it smells yeah. a bit like bo in here well, on not, that not note me. not me <laughs> okay whatever yeah. all right thank you so much people for thank joining you, us and i hope that has helped you in whatever way that you need it giving you a little bit more clarity a little bit more direction and and what do you want to leave the people with luca one last statement i would say that this is the most crucial work that you could do to finding deeper purpose and meaning in your life because a lot of people spend more time at work than at home Mm. And so if you go to work and you're spending more time there, you want to make sure you come home happy and you're there happy. Because mm. that's what we're after. We're after joy. Yeah. And if we can't find that in the place that we spend the most time, then we need to adjust something. So this is our gift to you to help you find more purpose and fulfillment and finding your own guidebook for your destiny. Amazing. Peace out. Until next time, my folks, really focus on doing your best and giving your best to the world and showing up authentically. I, every time at the end of each podcast, I say something that just feels right to say and I think authenticity is one of them. Mm -hmm. And so if you're listening to this, I'm going to leave you with that is just how can you show up more real today? Mm -hmm. And when in, in, that, in that moment, you're allowing others to show up real. Amazing. Much love.
Until next time. See ya. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I'm incredibly grateful to share these magical lessons and experiences with you here. Please, if you can do anything right now, adopt the takeaways that our guests give you in each episode and use it in your life and share it with your loved ones because that's what matters. And remember this, Socrates once said, the secret to change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. It's time to wake up, my friends.